everyone. Welcome to the Brain Candy Podcast. I am one of your hostesses. Wait, let me turn this down. Okay, Susie Meister here with you, and my friend Sarah is here as well. Hola! We love you guys, and we're so glad that you're listening again. Speaking of love... <laughs> you're so good at that. Well, because you always set me up for it. It must be a weird subconscious it thing. It is. You've already been primed to talk about a category and then just something rolls off the tongue. Yes. And this today it was, we love you guys. And mm-hmm. then that brings us to today's topic. Love. L-O-V-E. Exciting something good for you and me. and new. Do you ever watch The Love Boat? No, that was like, no. <laughs> I mean, it was before my time too, yeah. but. But I know, The Love Boat. <laughs> Do you remember on Sesame Street when the Grover and all of them were on this boat and they were like, I love this boat. And it was just a play on that. I love how Sesame Street does They're that. They're so smart. I love so that. So smart. Yep. Right. We just felt like since, you know, Valentine's yep. Day is coming, we wanted to celebrate love because I love Sarah. I love you, Suze. And I know people say that Valentine's Day is just a holiday created by the greeting card company, blah, 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 to make money. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I like any holiday that wants to celebrate when two people care for each other. Well, look, and you can fight the greeting card company and do a DIY card and then greeting card, just set it up and you get to, you know, enjoy all the fun stuff that comes with Valentine's Day. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the consumer relationship that there is with love. That's okay. Yeah. Whatevs. I want to know. I just want everyone to know we love you. We're so grateful for all of our listeners. So we're going to discuss the love and the brain and what the heck it is. Yeah. What's going on? Okay. Sus. Yeah. How old were you the first time you fell in love? Do you remember the first time you fell in love? Like, what was it? If you hear some girl <laughs> in the background, it's my dog. Why is he doing that? He's like, you know, discovering stuff. Oh, know? okay. He sounds so mad about it. He loves this carpet. <laughs> so, do you remember the first time... You had those like lovey dovey feelings, the butterflies. The butterflies. Yeah. Like, I remember I had them young. When? Oh, like second grade. I was, I was one of those boy crazy girls who okay, like, fell so in love. Okay, so you mean like day. a crush? Yeah, but it was severe. Like, they would walk into a room and I would feel the same butterflies that I would feel on like first dates and, you know. That I get if I don't see my husband for a few, you know, week, like a few days or a week or something like that. And hmm. then I get those like, oh my God, I'm going to see him again. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. It's like nervous excitement. Yeah. That only comes with like love. No way. Right? I, I really think that that's like crush criteria. Um, you know what? Maybe that is kind of more. But I love it. I that, love that yeah, feeling. because that's kind of what I'm like, I love what I'm in love. So then... When do you know the first time you were really in love? I mean, that is a totally different thing. Because that was much later. I was, you know, 19. And that was with Timmy. He was my first love. Oh my God, that's so funny. MTV is responsible for your yeah. first love. And, I mean, I just knew, I just thought, I want to be, I don't want to spend a moment away from yeah. him. That's what kind of feels yeah. like love to me. Are you usually the first person to say I love you in the relationship? No. No? No way. Okay. Maybe that's... Are you? No, I'm not either, now that <sighs> I think of it. Maybe it's a boy's job. But in my head, I fall in love with them, and I say it in my head. 
yeah. like way oh, yeah. before it comes out of my mouth. Yeah. I mean, I thought I loved Timmy before I even met him. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm just like, I love you. 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 And I just hope that the words don't come out when I'm thinking that. So you're not a person that has a lot of like walls up. You don't have, you know, where people kind of oh, like, no, no way. You don't play games. Uh-uh. And I fall, I've always been like, a, am fast to fall in love. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I'm also very quick to fall out of love. <gasps> that is Insta. so interesting. I think, I think men and women are, are, that's what makes us different too in that category that women are, it, we fall in love quicker and more often. And as soon as we get it in our head that this is not the person that we want to procreate with, even if you're not even thinking about kids, like it's like a biological thing that happens. And it says, my, I do, my brain does not want to, this person to yeah. bear my children. Uh, then I'm instantly out of love. Like there's no going back. Like you can't get it back. Uh, yeah. There is a fine line between love and revulsion. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, cause I, you know, that moment when you're in a relationship uh-huh. and all of a sudden you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And it's like revolting Contempt is what you have. Like yeah. you just like every disgust. Yes. Mm-hmm. Disgust. That's the worst. And so Ugh. I feel that like, it's like nine day, and then I go, Oh no, can't be with you. But, but men, it takes longer for them to fall in love. But once they do, it it's always the guy who comes crawling back. It's mm-hmm. like impossible for them to fall out of love. Have you ever been dumped? Yeah. My husband dumped me. Landon dumped me. <laughs> Why did he do that? Ugh, that idiot. Because it got Did you have serious. a fight though or what? No, we didn't. It was just kind of like... He got cold feet. Yeah, you know, we had been... He always dated people just not really as long term. I've always been like a serial monogamist and like date really... Like all my relationships are year plus... I never really had those like three month, four month kind of deal. It was like all or nothing. And he was more of like the date around. And then when it got serious, he would, you know, break it up. And so he did. And then, you know, a year later, two years later, he was like, wait a sec. That was dumb. Yeah. Well, and they can crawl back. See, cause they never fall out of love. You know, what's happened with a lot of my exes. They never move on. Not all of them, but right. some of them. Like Tim, he's never married, for example. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and he, I, the other last time I saw him, I said, "Do you really want to get married?" I mean, maybe you really don't even want that. And he's like, "I do, and I want kids. Just haven't found the right, the right one." See, you're the Room. one that got away. Yeah, <laughs> I set the bar so high. <laughs> now I just think it's a cure. Maybe it's the type of people that I'm attracted to, mm. or I don't know. I can't figure it out. But that's a strange thing. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Are you always attracted to the same kind of person? This is an interesting one. Taste. Yeah. I, the well, biology. I tried to figure out like what was the common thread amongst them all because yeah. they seemed so different. 
I think it's confidence. I'm really into. <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. That's a great. What? That's very attractive. It is. Oh my god, is that attractive? Not cocky bravado crap. I hate that. Right. But just someone who is like comfortable. Who the room. Yeah, they're comfortable with who they are, and they just they like themselves. Yeah. I think that's so appealing. That sure is. <laughs> You're, you got all glazed I know. Over. I was just thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, this, this guy, yeah, that's, that's right. Do they all look alike? Do you have a type? I do prefer tall men. Yeah. They've pretty much all Who been Who says tall. short? You know what? Oh, maybe maybe some people do like that. We're going to be talking to someone that's not tall in a little bit. <gasps> that's right. He's teeny tiny. We're going to cold call Kahuta. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Kahuta, your favorite southern gentleman. <laughs> Our cold call Kenny bit went well, and so we thought, why don't we keep this train rolling? Just people whose names begin with the k sound. Yeah, yeah we're running That's out of it. people. <laughs> but um, I really like Kata, and I think he'll be insightful on this love topic. Oh, yeah, because I think he's a hopeless romantic. Yeah, so what is his like dating history, though, before we do call him? Well, I know he... Uh... He crushed me. Kellyanne. He had a crush on you. He dated Kellyanne, right? Yeah. And he also hooked up with and dated, like boyfriend and girlfriend, Nani. Hmm. Yeah. That seems like an an odd odd pairing. What do you think the attraction was there? I mean, she's beautiful Um, and he's adorable. You know, maybe sometimes you just, I could imagine maybe like she was in a relationship or he was in a relationship where they were with somebody and they met and they wanted the complete opposite of whatever they were just with. Mm-hmm. And first of all, there's stuff like about both of them. Like Nani's, I love her. She's great. She's like honest and funny and does herself all the time. And like, she's really true to who she is. And she, there are very attractive qualities about Nani and she like speaks her mind as a confident woman. And, um, Kahara is like sweet as can be mm-hmm. and charming and. Cause she's a little bit sassy though. She's right? super sassy. And he's not. But I also think he's the kind of guy who wouldn't put up with it. Like, you know? Yeah. And maybe Nani wants somebody who, or wanted somebody who was going to kind of corral her a bit. Did they, what, why did they break up? I don't know. I would imagine just because they're from two different Long worlds. Distance or? You know? Yeah. Oh. But it lasts for, well, I don't we'll know. I'm not next, I don't know much on their, uh, about their relationship. Yeah. We'll find out more about that. Um, but so talk more about like your experiences. So you've been in how many like main relationships? Oh gosh. I've probably been in like three, one, two, th- three big, three ones that were just like heartbreakers where afterwards I was just devastated no matter what happened. Hmm. Three of those. And I'd say maybe like five, if you include those three, like real solid relationships that, that like affected you know who i am and here's what we need to discuss which we've never talked about and we rarely talk about in real life which what? is your dalliances as a lesbian i knew you were gonna say that it's yeah because one of the people i was her. in love one of the people in the three i was in love with was a woman i is think a woman. i bet people that just know you from the more recent shows might not even realize yeah that like i think when you were on the real world world weren't you with my first boyfriend my first like, okay serious boyfriend. so you were not a lesbian at that time how mm-hmm. did i know you were ever then did they talk Probably about that? Probably because talk, they talked about it and I talk about did it. Did you like, identify as bi or what? No. Uh, well, no, I wasn't ever like, because like, I probably said I was a lesbian probably because I was 
only interested in dating women at the time. What is that Because you're been, so not a lesbian. I know. I had been very uh, traumatized and hurt by men in my life, and especially when I was younger, and I think that did enough, as are a lot of women who deal with stuff like sexual abuse. Yeah. And I could not feel comfortable with a man. Like, I feel like everybody deserves to feel those, you know, I was such, like I said in the beginning, I, I love love. Like I, I was so quick to fall in love and I've always loved those buttery fly feelings. And I just, I love that stuff. And I so you couldn't have it with a guy cause I didn't feel safe, but I did meet women. I did meet women that I felt that way with, but I think I was also confused between love and admiration where I admired these women that I like fell in love with, but I thought I was falling in love with them, but really it was just that I was like, Oh my God, I want to be them. Not, I want to be with them. And, uh, yeah. So I met, I met a, a girl and we, she like gave me everything that I needed as far as like feeling comfortable and feeling safe. And I loved her company and we were together for two years and we lived together and, but we like weren't intimate for 11 months. That's insane. So how, you know, how much of a lesbian was I really when I couldn't, I wasn't even, I didn't, I was just like not wanting to have sex with anybody. So the intimacy part of the relationship wasn't there. Wasn't but as she far as, mad about that? No, I think she was like fine with that it too. It was like that, lesbian bed death. It's totally a real thing. No, I mean that it really is scientifically. Yeah. That's so that strange. Exactly Your dog is insane. I know. <laughs> what he's is he doing? He's chewing on his bone. He's oh, really okay. into the bone. I thought that he was chewing through my desk. No, he's trying, but. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. So you, was it just one woman or what? Yeah, just, well, and I like date, like went on, you know, one or two dates with like other ones, but it, I, it, I didn't feel the same way I felt with this girl. So were you ever like, oh yeah, I can't wait to touch her boobs or something? No. Because this is what's weird about you is you're, no. in fact, I know a lot of straight girls that are real into chicks. No, I'm super you not into so it. You are so not into chicks. No, I'm not. And when I was with, I wasn't ever the kind of girl who's like, like, I'm not going to make out with chicks in a hot tub and except that one time on the real world. Who was that with? I, I'm hooked up. No, I made out like kissed Laurel playing truth or dare in a hot tub in Whistler, Canada. Okay. But like, I love how you had to say where it was <laughs> Whistler, Canada. Okay, so location. back off. So back off. So yeah, you know, like I, I've, but I am not like, I would never do that now. I would never, I just feel like it's so silly. I feel like it's really, I feel like it's disrespectful to women who are in relationship and, yeah. and women and people who are yeah, lesbians. It's a performance. Like I do. I think it's a performance and I think it's just attention seeking and ridiculous and no guys are like into watching you make, I, I don't care what they say. Like that's bringing too much of fantasy into reality and there's no place for that. And you just look ridiculous. And there's no girl who's like, Oh my God, I love making out with my girlfriends. If you do, then maybe you should consider having a girlfriend. <laughs> And if you really do like making out with them and you still like the D, then it depends on really the age, you're though, kind of because like I think just for a lot of women, it's like what you said, where it's a safe way to experiment Yeah, at a certain age. And it's dumb though. Like that's, I don't know. Even why. for college kids, cool. you think it's dumb? Yeah, I do. I just think it's like, because I get it. there's, 
there's nothing like we get out of it. You know, it's like a show for the guys. Well, but no, what if it's private? You know. Oh, if it's private, then yeah. you know, whatever you do. Oh, you. okay. It's the what? It's the public you display. You don't want performance art. I don't like that. <laughs> I think that's so dumb. Yeah, I would agree with you. When on they're that. like, yeah. Oh, I love men. Whatever like, oh, happened to the girl that Ooh. you were with? The woman. Oh, I don't know. You don't know. I'm not okay. This is another thing. I don't really keep in contact with my exes at all. You know, the only one I did was Landon, and then I married him. So, how do you not do what every other woman does, which I, is like go on and cyber stalk people? I don't. Why? I have no interest in doing that. I mean, Tell like me maybe why, in. Nah, maybe in the beginning, but not really. I, I feel do like it it's, with it's just too painful. It's too. I kind of like, I just don't, you can't unsee anything. So like, I've, I, I think it was like one of my first boyfriends is getting married or he, it, like, I don't even know if he really did, but it just, according to his social media kind of looked like that and he didn't post a lot. So I thought, and I had this feeling of like, Oh, jealousy. Yeah. Mm. And like, I'm married. What's that about? And I don't care. And I, I don't want to be with this guy yeah. at all. That's and interesting. Like at all. I would feel that way too. If certain people that I've been with were ended up like partnering with somebody, it would feel like, Oh, are you jealous? Are you a jealous person? Yeah, I am too. I'm crazy. Ragey jealous bitch. <laughs> That's weird because you did not come across that only way. with my husband though. I oh, wasn't with any of the oh, other guys. Oh, I'm not jealous like that. Oh, I am. Okay. So you're you... not jealous of, of, with your, like, no. God, I'm so envious of people like that. Well, I... What are you jealous of? The attention that he might give to somebody else or? Oh, damn. I guess I never really thought about it like that. Well, no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, that's it. I, I mean, I was just going to say, you know, those dumb sluts, but that's not... <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So you get this feeling of like, you don't want to. Oh, it's like my own insecurities a hundred percent, but it's just like, I don't know. I want all the attention, I guess. Interesting. I just get jealous and I'm just like, like we went to a wedding a bit ago and every girl who was there was gorgeous. Like Mm, drop. The worst. The worst. (laughs) Like dropped beautiful. What? And what kind of wedding is covered this? In ta- they were like all the girls that Landon follows on Instagram. They were oh, like no. covered in. I, he hates me so much for saying shit like that. Like every dude, he's like one of the girls. Or, or, or they're, they're like the girls with you know like the tattoos, and they've got like you know like Cap on D or something. The, yeah, they look like that. They're like pin- and I'm like uh, we walk in there, and I look around, and I was like, don't you dare fall in love and don't you dare look at any of those girls they will not do crossword puzzles with you and they probably won't you know raise your children and read books and all the funny voices the way that i will so i i was like in my head going i was getting crazy crazy in your mind in my mind no i said all this out loud oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah i said it too but i looked at him i was like don't you dare even look at those women do you worry no and the other thing is like i'm He's not a cheater. I married the most loyal and he's like, always out of town. man who loves me. And I have to, you know, and I, I can't worry that much because he's gone so much. He's like out of town all week. Like, you know, I always tell him, too, that I'm still not convinced he doesn't have a secret life. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. You could have like still another have wife. A, and yeah, kids you could somewhere. still have another life. That would be exhausting. Exhausting. Because I'm already so exhausted. <sighs> 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What about like, speaking of this kind of thing, when you think about people in plural marriages, like uh, sister wives... Do you think that they're in love in the same way you are? No. Mm. Okay. This is this is an important thing to talk about. <sighs> what is love? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Because <laughs> I had somebody once tell me that she was like somebody who liked like, I don't want to call her a gold digger. Yeah. She l- preferred men who made a lot of money. Sure. And she said for her love is resting her head on a pillow at night, knowing that no matter what happens, she's well taken care of. doesn't have to worry about anything. Sure. And That's appealing. that was love for oh, her. That, she called that love. She okay. called, she called that love. And I asked her, and I said like, but like, ugh. but what about those like romantic lovey dovey feelings? Like the butterfly, the thing part that I, I love about love. And she said, she tried to tell me that she, that's what she gets from the feeling of resting her head on the pillow at night, knowing that everything's taken care of. But I think, I don't know, for me, I just think those would be two separate feelings. So it's like, what is, I can't remember the question you asked me, but I feel like you have to answer the what is. We were just talking about sister wives, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like what, how do they define love? Like maybe for some people, love is having all your needs met. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of that would come from like childhood deficiencies or ways that you didn't feel like yeah. your needs were met as a youngster. I'm and sure. if, the, if, the, if for these women, like some man is going to come <clears throat> in and like take care of all their needs. And make, I, yeah. You know, maybe that, but I couldn't share. Ho, 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 ho. I could not do that for a second. Yeah. I mean, I'll start, they can be legitimate marriages and everything, but I'm not really going to give them any validity until they start allowing like women to marry multiple men. Cause right. it's always one dude and like all these bitches hanging around. Yeah, Like the harem of women. That's so, yeah, I'm not so ridiculous. But I do think that so much of what defines our relationships and love over time is, um, just about all the ways that you were screwed up as a kid and oh, stuff. Totally. I only recently explored that with a therapist who was like, why do you try to get validation by proxy? Like I would attach myself to men who were famous or rich or interesting in some way or popular as a means of making myself feel important. Cool by association. Yeah. yeah. And I, she's like, you 
we're on TV. You have a doctor. You don't have to attach yourself to anybody. Oh my God. I was like, yeah, why am I doing that? But it's, you know, from stuff you're growing up or whatever. And I hate that. I wish we could have a clean slate and then decide who our partners are. Oh God. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, well, and then, you know, I ta- tell people, you know, we talk about, uh, helping somebody out on match.com and doing a, like a online dating profile for them and everything. And, you know, I tell people how much more difficult I think it is to date when you're older because you're coming in with like an idea of how the world is. Yeah. And you're the world according to you. And then you meet somebody else and it's the world according to them. And now you have to work out the world according to the both of you, like us, like that's impossible. Mm-hmm. So these relationships where people were like high school sweethearts, I mean, I think there's something to that because you just have more time that, that's been the us and less time of like, no, I do it this way. Well, I do it this way, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I've just... I mean, there's benefits to both, I suppose, but... Well, when we were prepping for this and we were looking up stuff about, like, love in the brain, it's just really difficult to study because there's so much at play, like, in in your brain about, Mm -hmm. like, attraction and um, needs that you have and all of that. Oh. It's just, like, hard to pin it down. And when you really learn about what's going on in the brain when you're feeling those feelings of love. I mean, it's all this like magical, wonderful, romantic thing to us. But in the right settings, you can like induce love. You can... Yeah, what's that about? So this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite studies in all of psychology uh, by... Aaron and Dutton that say that attraction is easily transferred or, or, or heightened states of emotion that that feeling can be easily transferred. So in this study, it was a suspension bridge that was like five feet wide and 450 feet long and super, super, super shaky. And, uh, when an unaccompanied male began to walk across the bridge, he was approached by a male or female assistant who introduced themselves as a psychology researcher, and then they asked the men to then write an imaginative story in response to a picture while standing on the bridge. And <clears throat> so what they found is that the men who were approached by a woman woman on the suspension bridge told stories with the highest sexual imagery hmm. and way more than the other group who was on a bridge on the ground. And then afterwards, these men were also more likely to call the assistant regardless of sex, but the female researcher got the most calls. So what, what it's saying is that the feelings that they're experiencing during crossing that bridge, that like butterfly in your feeling, shaky hands, nervous feeling, those guys then labeled as feelings of attraction. So really when we go through an experience and this, you know what movie showed us perfect? The movie Speed with Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. and Keanu Reeves. She falls in love with him. And I think in the movie they say that, that like it, she only loves him for, or she says that, oh, I only love you because you like saved my life or whatever. But when you go through something traumatic with somebody, when you like 
uh, you know, books that I've read on this will say, if you really want to secure a second date, take them skydiving on the first date. Yeah. Because those, they will, you'll just it get It explains them a lot of showmances. Yes. Right? Oh, a hundred million percent. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's any, uh, or like people winning together, mm-hmm. when you pair people up and you have them win together, uh, that they celebrate even re- regardless of how much they hated each other to begin with, will celebrate by hugging each other and like practically kiss. Right. It's totally true. So that's what I'm saying. It's like how these feelings of love, like you can somewhat easily, they could almost be like easily manufactured. Like you could, I mean, it would be mean to do it, but you can absolutely make somebody fall in love with you using just psychological warfare. <laughs> that's what women do anyway. <laughs> I know. That's totally true. Suckers. Suckers. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to the Brain Candy Podcast with Susie Meister and Sarah Rice. I think it's time we called uh, Cold Call Kahuta. Let's call him. Okay. Do you have a song for this one? Because you sang it a little ditty last time when we did A whale of cold calling Kahuta. <laughs> Yeah, cold, calling Kahuta. Put my headphones on here. Cold, calling Kahuta. I hope we can hear him. I hope he answers. That's what happens when you cold call somebody. You never know. That's a good point. It's ringing. So far, so good. (laughs) Hello? Kahuta. Yes. (laughs) Susie Meister here with Sarah Rice. You're on the Brain Candy Podcast. We cold called you. I've been trying to get on this thing for months now. <laughs> Hi, Kahuta. How I do you know feel? I to draw a number or what? <laughs> How is it ever going to live up to the hype, though? Well, it, we don't know if it ever will, really, until now. <laughs> How the are heck you guys are doing? you? I, I'm, well, I'm fantastic. Um, I can't I really complain a bit. Um, You're really even much. more adorable than I remember. Really? I mean, huh. you, I can't believe you talk like this. You're so cute. Well, <laughs> remember when you had a crush on Susie? <laughs> hey, yeah. What are, how, how are you guys? I haven't seen either one of you in many moons. I know. We're doing well, you know. We're just chit-chatting on the Brain Candy podcast, trying to ask people like mm-hmm. you about Today's topic is love. Love. What do you ha- have to say about me? love? Yeah, we called you, because I remember when you gave the flirty eyes to Susie. <laughs> and I said on our podcast, I said that I think you're romantic. I think I am. I, I know you I are. I am Ro- Romantic, maybe uh, hopeless, potentially hopeless romantic. Yeah, I don't really know. Love's a funny thing. I don't know. <laughs> Especially are you single right the... now or what? I am. I am single right now. I don't. Uh, I don't really have a lot of time. I'm, I'm, I stay pretty busy, girls. I don't really. I don't really get out in the dating pool a whole lot. You know. Um, <laughs> do lot. you have a certain? Do you have lot. your eye on anyone? Um, no. I think no, you do. Hey, Kahada, I, I have a I question. Don't. So I love to follow you on 
social media because you are always doing really fun outdoorsy stuff, which I also really like to do. And I'm always jealous yeah. of your adventures that you're going on. And I wonder when you are searching for a romantic partner, do you like a girl who enjoys doing those things with you or are those things that you kind of like to have just for you? Good question. Ooh, that is a good question. Um, well, that, that, that is one major hurdle for me when it comes to, you know, courting is, uh, finding somebody who can keep up with me being, you know, pretty much raised like a wolf cub or something like that. Um, I, I got to have some, I mean, I can understand if a girl, you know, don't necessarily want to go sleep on the ground for a week at a time or something like that. But she, if she doesn't have an appreciation for it, I'll, it's just, uh, there's like a, a roadblock there that right. I just can't really get past. Well, you let know? me tell it's you, like, the girls like that do exist who want to sleep on the ground for weeks. At, like, yeah, there's lots of yeah. girls that are, cause I that. like that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm taken, but and there's, a, there's gotta be a happy medium because I've took out some girls that love to sleep on the ground, but they also think going armpit hair and stuff like that is cool. And yeah. that to me is, you know, you gotta draw the line in the sand, you know, yes. somewhere. Um, well, what I was like the... a girl that can go out and sleep on the ground, but her nails look great the whole time we're there. Yep. <laughs> Jill Manker's lady. It works. <laughs> what was the relationship that you had with Nani? What was the dynamic there? Um, dynamic. Boy, that's a hell of a word. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, I don't know. It's when me and Nani got together. I, would, I had just come out of a five-year relationship. Um, I thought I had you know, hung my spurs up for good and, oh, we're going to get married and do do the whole uh, growing up, maybe having some kids. And it just didn't work out. And mm. so we split up. My my little heart kind of broke. And uh, I was, I, I moved to a different town and I was kind of moving this house. It was just me and my dog. And I was real sappy. And uh, MTV called me to go to Uruguay and do that show. So I went, then I met her and we had a very, it was a very, uh, physical attraction um was she dare i say the opposite of your or like very different than the girl you were with before she was Mm -hmm. um the girl i was the girl i was with before was polish and nani was a dominican cuban and (laughs) we had i mean the only thing me and her had in common was the necessity for oxygen and water and outside of that (laughs) it's pretty much oh that's funny so maybe but, opposites uh, attract, but after a while they begin to repel. Yeah, and that's kind of what happened. You know, it got to the point to where I didn't know, I didn't know what we were going to do. Right. You know, like when we hung out, um, we were just such. I took her to, I took her home though. Yeah. I took her to the mountains and I took her trout fishing. Oh One my of, god! You know, prettiest. Pl- prettiest places I've ever been, like Ugh. my favorite place in the world, and she hated the whole time. I'm so upset <laughs> we never dated, like, Kahada. All of Aww. this sounds like a dream t- vacation to me. <laughs> Where are all these women at? Like, like you guys and camping and just like know. hunting food. Man, it's the life. Yeah, gardening, some pickling some stuff every once in a while, maybe make some jelly. You know? What have you learned about love through all these experiences? Hmm. My grandpa told me when I was about 14 and kind of actually started, you know, 
dating more than holding hands under the damn seesaw or something like that, you know. And <laughs> he said, love will, he said, love is the greatest feeling ever. He said, it'll make you feel weightless, like you're walking on clouds, you know, like your whole body's made out of damn cotton balls. And it'll turn around in a split second and make you feel like the most worthless, sorry son of a bitch on the planet. <laughs> and man, he was right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, that's... He is right about that. He is, has the, the highest highs and the lowest lows, I guess. But uh, how old are you? Oh man, you were talking about in Roman numerals, or you want me to give you like regular? <laughs> Just lay it on me. <laughs> thirty-two. Oh, thirty-two. That's a good number. Do you have any designs on marriage and kids, or are you just forgetting about that for now? No, I mean, I think uh, I think I'll be great with kids. I think I have you know cool, really cool kids as long as I can find you know somebody worth a shit to partner on them with. But I've always wanted kids. You know, you know, two or three little boys would be fantastic. But sometimes I feel like I planned a lot of shit out. And then life was like, nah, I don't think that's what we're going to do. Right <laughs> yeah. now. So, well, you know what? That's kind of with everybody, though. <clears throat> Have you ever seen yeah, the movie I Overboard mean, with Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell? Uh-uh. Oh, well, look that movie up because I feel like you are going to have three boys and they will be the kids from that movie, <laughs> Overboard. So, yeah. Do you think you'll ever go I think so on... many. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you think you'll ever go on another challenge, Kahana? Well, he's on. I'll go as long as they stop. Till they stop calling me. Yeah, you will. Oh yeah. See, here's my take on. I have very little in common with most of those people. I mean, there's a handful of them that I would call and be like, "Hey, you want to go hang out? Yeah. You know, you want to go fish for a little while or something like that." But there are some that I'm, you know, developed a really good, you know, friendship with. But you know, most of the time on those shows, I end up just you know, shooting pool or hanging out, eating in the kitchen or something. But like the turkey show, the one we just did, um, I went over there and it was, I don't know, it's a sore subject. I don't really want to talk about it. I should have won the some of it. But mm. um, when I got eliminated, I told MTV, I was just like, you know, book my flight 30 days from now. And then I just sent all my stuff home. And just kept the backpack, and I went from Turkey to Greece to Prague to Germany to Amsterdam to Brussels to Paris to London, everywhere. Just you know, That's living amazing. in hostels and kind of hanging out. And so, to me, it's worth doing a show just to you know, just to do that. Yeah. Um, and I never really had any. I never had any really bad feedback from the show. Right. You know, I hadn't really got myself into anything. That I didn't, you know, I feel like I'm the same person on TV that I am, you know, right here in my bedroom. Um, things to say in front of a camera and things you should never say in front of a camera and everybody, everybody should probably remember that. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> I think that's true. Here's you are my, very similar. Sarah Ross, here's a question for you. Um, speaking of social media, I saw your little Instagram page the other day. And it's good. It's good. But it's no, you know, you're, you have a blue check on your Instagram page. <laughs> and it's a good page. It's a good, but it's not like the damn National Geographic page or something like that. 
<laughs> You're right. Well, who do you know? Who well, here, you know I'll tell you what happened is my Instagram kept getting shut down because somebody was reporting it as being a fraudulent account, like a fake account, like I wasn't the real Sarah. So I got in contact with them and made sure that they knew that I was the real Sarah. And they were like, oh, okay, well, we'll make sure your account never gets shut down again. And there you go. Damn, look at that. That was it. Whoever kept trying to shut me down, just, you know, they got theirs. And instead, mine can never be shut down. So, uh aha. So do y'all both live in California? We do. You ever come out this way? Uh, every once in a while. Not, Will you not stop a whole, over? Not a Usually if I come to California, I'm flying somewhere, you know. But I like California, you know. I well, if you're ever around, you good. should stop in. I'll make you a bowl of soup. <laughs> you do that? You make soup? I make soup. I make bread. She I does only, make bread. Yeah, I do make a lot of bread. I'm very well, domesticated I do, I do like woman. Yeah. The man your little boy could sit across the table and eat apple jacks. There you go. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. I want to know what, when you meet people on the street that know you from the show, what do they want to know? What are they curious about you? Mm. Oh, let's see. Mm. Majority of them ask about Nani a lot of times. They seem to really, really like to talk about that a lot. Um, It was just such a a fun relationship to watch on television. Because I watched it, and it, like... It was very cute. It was cute. It was what everybody wants. Like, the kind of flirting that, like, we all, like, want those kind of feelings. So I bet people just, like, Mm -hmm. love just living vicariously through both of you and that, like, little junior high crush thing. You know, I think maybe. We had, like I said, we had a great time. You know, she came down here several times and stayed with me, and I went up there and stayed with her, and we... um. But, you know, it's just neither one of us is easy to have a relationship with. You know, I you know I want to lay in bed and watch four hours of Cosmos at night. And there's not a whole lot of girls that want to do that, you know. Gosh. And at the same time, Nani is like, you know, it's like dating a bottle of Tabasco sauce all the time. You know, she's <laughs> very fiery, you know, and I'm kind of. Uh, me and my daddy are pretty much the same human, just kind of laid back and relaxed and. So, you know, she didn't she didn't want to listen to records with me, and I didn't want to, you know, go to clubs, or I didn't want to watch, you know, Bad Girls Club, or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, it kind of... Yep. That wasn't meant that'll to be never work. It'll never work. <clears throat> Sarah, do you have any other questions for Kaida? Oh, man. Nothing on the horizon for love. Well, that sounds depressing. <laughs> I guess you're just going to be maybe a single guy this Valentine's Day. Do what? Yeah, what are you going to do on Valentine's Day? I don't know, cry. (laughs) (laughs) Cry, (laughs) cry. 
Oh, that's good. I don't know. I don't, I can't, I mean, I'm still, I have a hard time growing up. Like, I don't, every time I think about settling down and having kids and, you know, which I would, I'm not, it would just be a different, you know, a different lifestyle. And once you, once you do have kids and get married, it's, you know, hopefully, ideally, that's pretty much what you're going to do until you die. Yeah. What advice and do you have, if any, for couples that, like, what do you, have you heard? Because I feel like your grandfather is just like a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> like, he probably has a bunch of things to say about this kind of stuff. And what about on the, what makes a couple, what makes love last? Um, I think that my sister is, you know, my favorite person alive. And she just married one of my best friends who's the lead singer in the band I manage. And they're the happiest couple I've ever been around mm. in my life. It's it's ridiculous, you know. He they dated forever, and then he went to he drove to the mountains and asked my dad if he could marry my sister. My dad gave him his mom's like engagement ring, and and then him and Hope. One day I was I was on the job site building, and I was they were leaving out of town. I was supposed to babysit their dog, and. She showed up with a dog a little late, and she took me around the corner and showed me her finger, and she said, I just got married. <laughs> and my eyes welled up, you know, and I, she just, they just kind of eloped, her and him and uh, the guy that produced our last record, just, he married them, like in this wow. park in town. And now, it's, you know, we'll be home for Thanksgiving, and Michael will just go to the gas station, and he'll be gone five minutes, and hopefully go going, I miss Michael, she'll call him. Hey, Aww. you okay? Where are you? And I think what keeps them to get together like that is they're the most brutally honest two people to each other mm. I've ever seen as far as a couple goes. And they're, you know, they understand and they know that each other cares more about the other one than they do about themselves. And they would never, you know, give them, give them bad advice or, you know, say something out of pride or something like that. I think that's what makes it last. You know, you got to have your best friend that, you know, you can be really honest with and, they're not going to get their ass on their shoulders. Um, Grandpa said, in order to make a relationship last, you have to get rid of every ounce of pride, ego, and self-image. And I think that's pretty accurate. That's good um, advice. And that's I know. Story. I feel like I'm in some sort of like... Me too. Zone yeah. of love. <laughs> You're a very wise man, uh, you think I could you think I could have made it work by now with somebody. Yeah, that's what... Maybe women don't appreciate that what you have to offer. Yeah. I tried oh, to get wow. you to make out with me, and you never did. What's up with that? I did see a smooch on the cheek when, she, when you yeah, left. Yeah, but, though. like, I would sneak off and be like, hey, let's go make out while there's no cameras. And he'd be like, you are full of it. And he never followed through. Eh, well... Do you have any reason life's for that? That's full of regret, Susie. Well, you know, next time I'm getting a divorce, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Call me back on the podcast. I want to do divorce advice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all for now. Cold Call Kahuta was a success. I can't believe you answered. We're so honored. Thank well, you girls, for coming on our strangers. show. What'd you say? I said, don't be strangers. You can feel free to call Kahuta anytime. All right. It's a deal. Happy Valentine's Day. 
You too. Good talking, <laughs> you guys. Bye. That was fun. Is he not the sweetest or what? I mean, he's a gem. I mean, it, just everything he said. My favorite Kahuta line ever was, I don't know, somebody said something obvious and he goes, well, does a duck with one leg swim in a circle? And I was like, <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, he he's interesting because he's very smart. Very smart. He has a lot to say about, um, like, He's interested in quantum physics. He'll yes. he'll text me a lot and or uh, on Instagram or whatever, and he'll start asking or talking about really big ideas. And I think because he's out in nature so much, he thinks about yes, like he's not distracted by the oh, crap that we all need about. to go and be one with nature. If that's not a proof, yeah, because he starts thinking about yes. things. Absolutely, <clears throat> I, I think never it's really cool. Thought about that, yeah, that's great. I'm glad he answered. We had some good success. uh How about (laughs) when I said that the reason why he was probably with Nani was because I bet they both were both in relationships where they were long-term relationships with somebody and they broke up and they dated somebody exactly the opposite of them. Called it. It was like a rebound situation. Called it. Yeah. Like extreme rebound. And you always find somebody who's the total opposite. Um, let me think of anything else I want to share because... He put me into like a trance. I know, me too. I was like, "What is oh, this?" I is know, great. just telling stories of love. So uh, we were watching this TED talk. It was about love and the brain, and I found a few things interesting. I'll just take note of them here. So, um, Plato said that the god of love lives in a state of need, and she discussed that idea, which she then went on to say that it basically the way that it works in your brain love is an addiction oh yes and it has like all the same traits it is absolutely it is so then you can understand why people are addicted to love right just like that robert palmer song yeah i mean she said it's basically an addiction in good and bad ways um there's traits of focus obsession craving distortion and risk and then there's these three stages of like tolerance. So you need more and more and more of it to get the same level. Yes. Uh, withdrawal when it what goes away and then relapse when like you get sucked back in. Um, and then another thing that I thought was really interesting was she said, no animal in the world will mate with just anything. There's always an element of taste unless they're in a cage like prison. They'll, yeah. you know, just oh to God. get this, the this, need met. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're free and you're not in a cage or prison, you will have preferences on who maybe age, it may be race, it may be gender, you know, like you won't just want to have an orgasm. That's so interesting, especially because like, you know, it's easy to say, oh, you know, well, biology plays a role in that, but that can't be all of it because if that were the case, you'd be attracted to the same kind of people would be attracted to the same kind of people. You know, right. it would be like my, for example, a family, you know, my brothers, if it is biology, all but then my brothers would probably end up with two wives that were, or girlfriends or whatever, or husbands that would, were similar, mm-hmm. but you can easily have one who prefers, you well, know, that's he likes, true. more generally with siblings. Like if everything was just genetics and then the parents that raised you every child in a family would be so similar yeah but they're not and like the there's so Mm -hmm. much to attraction because not only are they not 
you know, just a little different. You can have one who has the complete opposite taste in, you know, in women and still have the same biology. So what the heck is it? What is that makes... This is like the magic. Oh my God. I mean, is the magic. Like past experiences. This is why people sing about love, write about love, watch movies about love, because you cannot figure it out. It's so, love, it's so amazing. And you know how I always know I'm in love? Like, whenever I hear a love song and I'm mo- like, yeah, like I Adele comes it. on and you lose your mind. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh God, that's how do they know that? Did they write this about me? And I'm like, oh, oh, that's right. I must be in love. Like I can't even hear the first three notes. Oh God, I'll get teary-eyed thinking about Tell it. Tell me. Of the song I danced to for my first dance of my wedding, Adele's one and only. Yeah. And I just hear the, oh, I lose it. I lose it. I feel like every podcast, we're moments away from you crying. Yeah, th- this is true. This is true. <laughs> I just, it's just, it gets very emotional <clears throat> here. But Is there anything else that you wanted to share about love before we go? Um, oh, yeah. I've got some advice for speaking, because I'm glad you brought up that love is an addiction. Yes. Because I think women often get the label of crazy ex-girlfriend, and we always, like, it's always like, oh, yeah, I dated this crazy chick. I dated da 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 no, you dated an addict is what you dated because we're addicted to that. So I was reading oh. this article about the female orgasm mm-hmm. and how a chemical yeah. is released, the attachment drug, oxytocin, yeah. which is also what's released when you breastfeed yeah. to make an attachment bond between the mother and the child. Yeah. So this is a crucial crucial drug that's so strong that it's what happens between a freaking mother and child bonding. Yeah. What's more powerful well, than that? Nothing. Right. Nothing's more powerful than that. Now that's the same drug that your brain is getting when you have an orgasm. So when you ladies out there, when there's that guy who's a dick, but you have awesome sex with him. Remember that you are not in love with him. You are in love with a drug that he is releasing in your brain. And wow. so you are just addicted to that. And man, oh man, when I tell girls that, they always go, oh, well, that explains this guy I was with and this guy I was with and this guy I was with. Because <laughs> if you're addicted to the big O, man, yeah, you'll say, you'll make a lot of excuses for other stuff. Well, as uh, Jane Austen, I think it was, said, love makes fools of us all. Yeah. And like there's you can know all this. It doesn't matter. Oh god. We'll keep doing <gasps> stupid stuff. Yep. I've done crazy things in love. <laughs> crazy. Crazy things. Once I grabbed a bagel and threw it across the street in the <laughs> middle of Union Square in San Francisco because it was a bagel sandwich I had made my boyfriend at the time and he didn't eat it and he like held it in his hand the whole time we were riding on the train, which was like 20 minutes, and I was like, "You don't want what I make for you? Fine. You don't get." It. I ripped it out of his hand and I threw the bagel across the street. And really what I wanted to say is I put a lot of energy my into making that, and my feelings were hurt. <laughs> and instead, it came out with angry bagel throwing. Oh, so, that is funny. Yeah, yeah, we all do dumb stuff. I mean, we're going to keep doing it, but it's fun to talk about yeah, it at yeah. any rate. Yeah. I wish all of our listeners a very happy Valentine's Day. It's coming up, and uh, we want to share our love with you. Thank you for the donation, Sarah Chapman. I mean... Yeah, Sarah Chapman's what a doll. What a 
a doll. I mean, marry me right this second. I think that I wrote that in the thank you card I sent her. That's so sweet. She really made my day. But um, thank you to all of you. I am so touched by all of the messages you guys write on Instagram and um, Twitter and everything. And I feel like, wow, I feel like I'm genuinely connecting with these human beings and making friends. Yes, and the way that people say... It, it feels really good when people say, oh, it just feels like we're, like, hanging out together. Well, we feel like that, too. Yeah, we do. And it feels like you guys are all here, and we're all just hanging out. That's why, you know, I talk to you and not Susie. <laughs> I feel like we're all on the same team, and we're just having fun together. So. Heck, yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.